0: You're listening to the Buck Sexton Show podcast.
2: Make sure you subscribe to the podcast on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts.
0: Shoulder to shoulder, shields high. Welcome to the Buck Sexton Show. Welcome to the Freedom Hut, Monday, November 7th, the day before the election. And we have so much to talk about, my friends. Uh, Elon Musk comes out in favor of voting one way over the other. We'll discuss that. Plus, even some MSNBC anchors are starting to figure out that the crime issue is a real one and Democrats are to blame and don't have any uh, good explanations of what they've been doing. Uh, Plus, Biden steps in it with his we're going to get rid of the coal plants across the country remark. Not exactly helpful, As the Democrats are trying to say, oh, we love energy and we just we want energy prices to be lower. Sure, they do. The libs are in for a reckoning and we're here for it. We're excited about it. We got a lot to discuss with all that and more. But let me tell you, before we dive into that, if you've ever thought about being a real estate investor, you've got to check out my friends at done for your real estate. I had never even bought a house to live in before. Never mind as an investment I met the founders of Done For You Real Estate, and they told me about their whole process, their system, and what the goals of it are. And I said, not only do I, I want to be a, uh, a voice for your company to talk about it like I am right here, I want to be a client. I've bought multiple houses now with Done For You Real Estate, and I've done phenomenally well with them based on the investment and the time that I've already made. And my brothers are done for you investors. I have multiple friends now who have become done for you investors. They take you through every step of the investment process from figuring out what house, where the, what state, you know, what city you should invest in, getting the actual house all lined up, getting a loan in place, getting a management company, and then a tenant. And then you're getting free cash flow coming to you every month and you're building up equity. It's a great system. All you have to do to start your real estate investment journey today is go to doneforyoubuck.com. Again, that's doneforyoubuck.com to begin your real estate investment journey. Now, Elon Musk is the owner of Twitter, and he said this on Twitter. It's kind of must be cool to spend $44 billion to own a social media site and then you get to also tweet on it, right? That's fun. To independent-minded voters, shared power curbs the worst excesses of both parties. Therefore, I recommend voting for a Republican Congress, given that the presidency is Democratic. So Elon Musk saying, you know, I think you should probably vote for a Republican Congress. And uh, yeah. Now, I understand people might point out, well, hold on a second. We also would love to have a Republican president, and Republicans in power would be far better than what we have Right now in the country that just because Democrats do bad things in power doesn't mean Republicans are as bad or wouldn't actually be good in some ways. But here's where we're at at this point in time. Here is the situation. The Democrat regime of Biden and all of his enablers have utterly failed. Everyone knows this. It is obvious. And the reason for this is Democrat woke Marxist ideology that is at the core of all of this stuff the destruction of merit, the destruction of objective fact and truth, the eradication of gender differences, of the family, these baseline foundational ideas that are so important to the Democrats, the American people have seen them and they're rejecting this. The notion, for example, that you will make people safer and better off if you undermine Police and make it more difficult for police to enforce the law. In fact, if the political arm of government decides that the law shouldn't really be enforced and then the actual enforcement arm is left in a very tricky spot, yeah, that's what we've seen with Democrats in charge. It makes everything worse for everybody. It's honestly just appalling. It's it's a disgrace what's going on. And this is why uh, even over at MSNBC anchor Stephanie Rule who, you know, probably lives in a $15 million apartment in New York and, uh, you know, doesn't really understand the struggle of the everyday person. Uh, But even she realizes, well, she has to go to the pharmacy sometimes too, CVS, Walgreens, whatever. And she's noticed something that I've been talking about here on the show for a long time, play clip one.
2: But I'm going to interrupt you then. Here's the problem. We don't feel safe. You might be working closely with Mayor Adams. You may have spent a whole lot of money, but... I walk into my pharmacy and everything is on lockdown because of shoplifters. I'm not going in the subway. People don't feel safe in this town. So you may have done these things, but right now we're not feeling good. We're worried we could be San Francisco.
0: Worried we could be another entirely Democrat controlled enclave of left wing lunacy like San Francisco, which has just been ruined. And let me be let me be very clear about this. San Francisco as a place, as a physical location is one of the most beautiful cities in the entire world i mean san francisco should be paradise on earth but when you think that homelessness burglary theft crime of all kinds public urination public defecation drug use out in public exposing you know indecent exposure on a regular basis all the things that San Franciscans, because they're so left wing and they're so considerate and kind and all this other stuff. They're so progressive. They're so attuned to racial injustice. All these things that, that they have going on in their minds. Uh, and they've made life miserable for people, for everybody. You don't want to walk through the streets and have it be some third world mess. And that's what they've done to San Francisco. And that New York is on the precipice of going fully in that direction right now. And the fact that that even in New York City, in uh in the drugstores that I go to, you do see everything under lock and key. It's so annoying. You have to sit. You have to sit there, press a button. You have to wait for a, and they, you know, they got to walk up and they got to open the thing. Oh, that's the wrong one. You got to open another one, because people steal with no consequence. Stealing is not okay. It's a reason. It's one of the commandments, right? We've known that stealing is not okay, and yet. People have decided, well, it's just kind of redistribution of wealth. That's what the leftist, the Marxist, the Democrat id has now decided. Ah, uh, You know, people are stealing. It's probably because they need to. Really? People are stealing out of need. You know, they're starving. So they go into a Louis Vuitton store with a, you know, run a car into a plate glass window and steal $5,000 handbags. It's, that's because they're they're starving or because they want to just steal because they want to take what's not theirs and then benefit from the proceeds. We all know what's going on. We all see what's happening in city after city. And that's why when Lee Zeldin, that was, by the way, Stephanie Rule talking to Kathy Hochul, who is a moron. I just honestly just not a smart person. The fact that she's in charge of a great state like New York is appalling. And, And people voting for her. I know people just vote Democrat. They don't think about it. I don't think it's possible to spend any time thinking about who Kathy Hochul is and what she's done and... Still vote for her, you know. If you're just voting Democrat because you're Democrat, yeah, I get it. You know, the machinery's in place, but Kathy Hochul is a total disaster, and we all know it now. Uh, and that's who is being confronted about what's going on the drugstores. Why is it isn't it the case that somebody is concerned if they get arrested for shoplifting, it will go on their record, there will be consequences. They won't, you know, if it's the second or third or fifth or fifteenth time be let out on bail the same day like it's, you know, no problem, be processed without any punishment, won't go before some prosecutor who goes, oh, I'm a progressive prosecutor. You know, you didn't didn't kill anybody when you stole that, so let's just let it go. People are sick of it. Sorry, Libs, your craziness has consequences. That's what we've all seen. And this is why you can't make this stuff up. In New York, you know, New York had a, a permitting process for getting a firearm that made it effectively impossible for people to Legally get a firearm, right? That's it. Permitting process. It's like you can't get for concealed carry. Can't get it. And so finally, uh, a the Supreme Court waited and said, "Look, New York, you can't do this. Okay, you can't have this may issue that's completely arbitrary and that prevents people, law abiding people, from being able to carry in defense of themselves." And what does Kathy Hochul do as soon as this comes out? Declares gun free zones in public places. Let's let's just think this through for a moment. If someone has a firearm that they intend to use illegally for an armed robbery, for a gang shooting, or just a mass shooting because they're a homicidal maniac, does the designation of an area as a gun-free zone do anything to that criminal's thought process? If someone is willing to have a gun and use it in the commission of a crime... Does the designation of that area as additionally a gun free? Oh, I was going to commit an armed robbery. They say, but now I realize that it's a gun free zone, so I'm gonna I'm not gonna commit the armed robbery there. Is that? It's so stupid that it's it's hard to say this stuff out loud. You're like, how can anyone be this dumb? Well, Lee Zeldin, who is hopefully the next governor of New York, is pointing out exactly that. Play clip two. If you could just put up a sign in Times Square and say, gun-free zone, problem solved, why not have signs up that say stabbing-free zone? Put up a sign that says, you're not allowed to push people in front of an oncoming subway car. And that's it, it's over. Now listen, the, the reality is, I I, mean, I just a few weekends ago had a mm-hmm. drive-by gang shooting on my front yard. There are ways that we can hold these criminals with illegal firearms accountable. Kathy Hochul says that American Express, MasterCard and Visa, should flag all attempted purchases of firearms as suspicious. I guarantee you, the person who acquired that firearm, I don't know who the person was. I don't know how they acquired it. I don't know what the motive was. But it didn't start with a swipe of their American Express card. It did not start with a swipe of their American Express card. Obviously, this is all clear, isn't it? They actually have signs up. Like these, like, you know, the signs that tell you, you know, you're speeding, you know, you're going 35 or whatever. They tell you your speed back. Think of those. But it says gun free zone and it keeps flipping to, you know, Times Square is designated as a gun free zone. This will save exactly zero lives. This will prevent exactly zero crimes. But it is it is an obsession of libs that the problem is not criminals. The problem is not criminals. The problem is guns, the inanimate object. No, it's the people that use the guns illegally that are the problem. It is the criminals. And we need to enforce our laws. This is so straightforward, but they've taken us in this other direction of of crazy town. And you know what? Even in Los Angeles, they're focusing in on this now. A big actor. I don't really mean in stature, although he's a pretty big guy. Chris Pratt, who's one of my favorites. He has weighed in on the Los Angeles mayor's race. We'll talk about this in a second. But if you're running a small business, who is running your HR? Because if the answer is I'll figure it out myself, or maybe even no one, you should realize that one complaint, one compliance problem can turn your world upside down when it comes to HR. But HR is also not just about avoiding risk. You should do right by the people you employ, right? That's why you need Bambi. Bambi is an HR platform built for businesses just like yours. You can automate the most important HR practices and get your own Dedicated HR manager. Now, this is really efficient. This is really uh, cost efficient for you because uh, HR in a lot of roles, you're going to spend 70, 80, maybe 90 grand for an HR chief, even pretty small company. That's what it can cost to have a, a, a seasoned HR person there. But with Bambi, you can get a dedicated HR manager at $99 a month. $99 a month. No hidden fees, cancel any time. Bambi has received thousands of five-star reviews on Trustpilot, and their customers are four times less likely to have a claim filed against them. So, friends, it's so worth it. Go to Bambi.com slash B-U-C-K right now for your free HR audit. B-A-M-B-E-E dot com slash buck. That's Bambi, B-A-M-B-E-E dot com slash B-U-C-K. Chris Pratt. Weighing in on the Los Angeles mayor's race. And uh, he's saying, you've got to go with Caruso uh, over Karen Bass. Caruso is a billionaire, a former Democrat, who's just one of these individuals who's just said, enough is enough. They're ruining Los Angeles. The libs are destroying it. And it cannot be allowed to continue. In fact, he wrote, meaning, and this, in this case, Chris Pratt. You guys know from Parks and Rec, which is actually a really fun, really funny series. Probably most of you know him from The Terminal List or actually the Jurassic Park movies or Guardians of the Galaxy. Um, or what. there's one other big franchise he's in. I can't remember right now. But he's in a lot of stuff. Chris Pratt. He's had a very big uh, last five years or so, he's really blown up, had a really big career. He seems like a very nice guy, by the way, a very reasonable guy. Uh, and generally stays out of politics, which I actually appreciate. I appreciate their entertainers who just say, look, I want to unite people and make great entertainment for them and not make it about my personal feelings one way or the other. But he's lived in Los Angeles for 20 years, and he just says, no, I'm sorry. They're ruining this place. Same thing that's happening in New York. Same thing that's happening in so many of these cities. The libs get in charge, and all of a sudden it's, oh, we're not going to enforce crime because crime is our fault collectively, or the law is racist, or the system punishes those who are oppressed, or whatever. Whatever excuses they come up with, oh, we have mass incarceration. Well, why are people in prison? Are we saying they're innocent? Are we saying they don't deserve to go to prison for what they did? Just having people in prison, that doesn't tell me anything, really. Because what they've done in places like Philadelphia is they've emptied out the prisons and now they're having all-time homicide records hit. That seems like a pretty pretty bad move, doesn't it? Democrats are learning the hard way about this. Uh, but Chris Pratt said the city's gradual decline into pain and utter disarray is too much. Now, Karen Bass, uh, who is a uh, African-American woman, community organizer, uh, lifetime Los Angeleno, uh, you know she's a community organizer. And so her approach to dealing with crime is to take the more social worker approach. It's just not going to work, folks. It doesn't work. We've seen it. And the people that believe in this, they won't change. Uh, Their ideology based upon facts, reason, data and evidence, they just still they think this is just it's what they feel works instead of what actually works. And this is the problem that the left has so many times over. Uh, We're seeing it all across the country now. Joe Biden. Joe Biden is going out there, is campaigning for people. You know, he he almost fell off the stage this weekend. He he looks ancient because he is. And, you know, and not, uh, not everybody at his age, by the way, is ancient. But Joe Biden's got a lot of wear and tear. I mean, Joe Biden does look ancient. And, you know, he's got to campaign for people in some places because he's the president. He's a Democrat, so he's got to try to help Democrats out. But he's really overall a drag on their ticket. I mean, Joe Biden's hurting the Democrat Party more than anything else. But he had one of these moments where he just he said the stuff. That Democrats are supposed to not say right now. The only way Democrats actually win some close elections tomorrow is if they get away with lying about who they are and what they do. You know, and this is why you see this all over the place. Oh, I'm not a Joe Biden Democrat. Well, you voted with Joe Biden in Congress. 99 percent of the time you voted with nancy pelosi and biden and schumer every single time so how are you not a biden democrat exactly libs yeah yeah that's what i thought but here's biden doing what he always does creating problems for his own team because he says the quiet part out loud play clip three so it's
2: going to become a wind generation and all they're doing is you're going to save them a hell of a lot of money and they're using the same transmission line that transmitted the coal-fired electric on we're going to be shutting these plants down all across
0: America and having wind and solar. We're going to be shutting we're shutting down the coal plants across America. Yeah. Yeah. First of all, coal produces 20% right now of uh, our electricity. How quickly does he think they're going to replace that 20% of electricity without your electricity prices skyrocketing? Note, by the way, New England right now, the cost of heating oil, the highest it has ever been in a number of states. In New York, for example, heating oil is the priciest it has ever been. Connecticut retailers are rationing how much heating oil people can buy because they're worried about hoarding because there are going to be shortages. People are going to be freezing their butts off, not just in Europe, in this country, and particularly in the northeastern United States this winter freezing their butts off and biden's talking about shutting coal plants shutting off a abundant and cheap and efficient source of energy because why climate change oh climate change now they're trying to walk this back and say he didn't really say that joe manchin's walking around going oh you know it's look what you know joe biden is terrible what he said i'm sorry manchin I haven't forgotten you went along with the Green New Deal spending and the trillion dollar crazy town spending package last summer. You went along with it. Manchin has got to go. We've got to primary him if he switches parties. We've got to uh, run a good Republican against him if he stays a Democrat or you know says he's going to be an independent. Whatever, whatever game he plays, the people of West Virginia deserve better than Joe Manchin. Full stop. They deserve better than Joe Manchin. And uh, that's, that's what I got on that one. One other thing I got to say it's kind of funny is you see the Democrats now like Tim Ryan. Tim Ryan's up in Ohio. He's now going to the gun range to the point about how these are people who are trying to lie to the voters about who they really are. All of a sudden, Tim Ryan's out there. He's like, yeah, look at me with my boom, boom gun. You know, bam, bam. I'm, I love guns in America, these Democrats say. In close elections, at the very end, it's it's so funny. Remember John Kerry out uh, like duck hunting. Obama went skeet shooting. Uh, you know, th- this is their this is their moment to show everybody. Yeah, I'm just like I'm a gun-toting Democrat. Sure you are. Sure you are. Uh, JD Vance going to win by ten points, and I really do believe that uh, Lee Zeldin is going to win the governor's race tomorrow. I believe it. Maybe I'm trying to will it into existence, but I believe it. And I think that I think that Tudor Dixon can win in Michigan. I think that Christine Drazen can win in Oregon. And I think we're going to have 53 Senate seats when all said and done. Pray for it, my friends. This country needs it, needs that restoration of basic sanity. Tomorrow's Election Day. I'll join you then. Shields high. Who is there for heroes of the families left behind when a service member or first responder dies or is catastrophically injured in the line of duty? Who helps our country's homeless veterans? And who helps our nation to never forget 9-11? Let me tell you who, the Tunnel of the Towers Foundation. The Foundation's gold star, fallen first responder, smart home, and homeless veteran programs comprise their in-the-line-of-duty programs. They're all dedicated to honoring our nation's heroes and their families. The Foundation's never-forget programs engage people in 9-11 remembrance across America. Over 80 runs, walks, and climbs a year. Dozens of golf outings. And the Tunnel to Towers 9-11 Institute is educating kids kindergarten through 12th grade to help our nation keep its vow to never forget. More than 95 cents of every dollar you donate to Tunnel to Towers goes to its programs. Never forget the sacrifices of our country's greatest heroes. Donate $11 a month to Tunnel to Towers at T2T.org. That's T2T.org.